0: Hey guys, before the show gets started this week, I just wanted to give you a heads up. I'm changing up the intro a little bit, uh, bringing a throwback to something that I used to do and trying to bring it to the new show. Let me know if you guys like it. I do talk about it a little bit in the episode that you're about to listen to. So, uh, yeah, this was my decision. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast. I'm your host, Brian, and boy, oh boy, do we got a show for you. So, San Diego Comic-Con happened this past weekend, and one of the big things that I was excited for was Marvel was going to be back in, in action, and we didn't know they we knew they were going to announce some things we weren't 100% sure what they were going to announce but now smoke's cleared the weekend's over and Marvel has pretty much all but lined out how phases four through six are going to line up now phase six still pretty far away and there's some unnamed or to be determined Uh, things happening. However, however, they did announce a butt-ton of stuff. Also, since then, some trailers of things that I'm interested in have dropped, and so I'm pretty excited for that. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit out there and news that came out of San Diego Comic-Con, but you know me. I I have specific interests, so only specific things interested me. So uh, we're going to be talking about some of those things today, and uh, have some other like nifty things that I came across in um, my news travels, so to say. <laughs> so, we'll talk about some of those things, and then some drama, entertainment drama, or pop culture drama, if you will. And so, we'll get into that uh, by the end of the show. So, up first, guys, let's hop into the nifty nerd news that being. Uh, some movie trailers that dropped that had me really excited. Our series trailers, uh, a little bit of everything. So up first, the new Clerks three by Kevin Smith is coming out soon. I'm a huge fan of Clerks and a lot of Kevin Smith's movies. The man himself kind of not directly got me into podcasting, but uh, you know he was one of the first big podcasts that I ever listened to, and then that got me thinking. And then I heard some local ones and. That got me knowing that I wanted to podcast. So uh, props to that man, and uh, I really enjoy what he did with Clerks. Clerks Two was funny, and I'm excited to see what happens with Clerks Three. And uh, so that that a uh, teaser dropped recently. I think actually at the con- at San Diego Comic Con they did a actual trailer or and some other stuff, or maybe it was like actually part of the movie they watched. Maybe they watched like the first five minutes of the movie i think that's what he said on his podcast i I can't really remember anyway moving on uh the monsters directed by rob zombie it's going to be a series coming to netflix and it's directed by rob zombie you know house of a thousand corpses didn't he do like a halloween remake and like the devil's rejects all these crazy movies so like i was Oh my God, I, w- I was terrified to think what, what was going to happen with the monsters. And then you watch the trailer and it feels like the old monsters TV series that used to be on television that I've seen reruns on. It's campy as hell and looks goofy and silly. And then I went to IMDb because I was like, no. Nah. And I went to go see what the rating is. It is rated PG, people. So this... Is going to legit be, for as far as I can tell, a family friendly reboot of the monsters directed by Rob Zombie. And so I don't even know if he's ever directed kids' stuff before. Actually, I'm pulling my phone up now because I just. No, right? Like, no. <laughs> like, everything in your brain tells you, like, this is supposed to be. Terrifying and <laughs> um, I really God, what is this filmography? I'm just Fear Street. What is this? Penis? He's a writer on there, Haunt. He was a performer on The Flash. Altered Carbon. So you think you could wait, what? No, no, no. This can't be Rob Zombie. This is gotta be Oh, uh, soundtrack what the What am i looking at here i don't even know man oh the uh, performer I, like music perform because rob zombie does fucking music <laughs> i'm so stupid like his filmography was like really short like and then <laughs> it went straight into like soundtracks okay but yeah so like I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around, (laughs) but it looks fun. Like I'm watching it and I used to love watching reruns of the old show so I can like, man, it's hitting me right in like the nostalgia here. So like, but then it's Rob Zombie and I don't want to trust it because I don't want to be scared (laughs) or like, you know, horrible, horrible things happen, but it could add the right amount of creep to the show. Which I think in today's day and age is something that you could get away with. You know, I think back then it had to be super silly and super campy. But I think now you can get away with a bit more creep factor and still let it be funny and, and kind of weird. So here's hoping, man, that it's pretty cool. Uh, also got to see the a new She-Hulk trailer. Uh, we got a teaser earlier, but now we got like an actual trailer. And I really enjoy the kind of beats that they're going with this show like with the teaser i was excited because hey she hulk and it looked funny it looked like it was gonna be like sexy in a way like you know she's trying to date and like all the all this fun stuff um i guess it it's like it sounds awful to say but it it seems like the teaser was driven towards like come on girls here's a hero for you type like it, it seemed more female driven in the teaser trailer whereas here in the new trailer it seems more general audience uh but like it feels weird saying that like i don't like saying that but that's kind of like the feeling i got from it because in the new trailer they don't really push the feminine stuff or not feminine but like I mean, I don't know how else to say that and not sound like a total douchebag. And I'm sorry for that because I'm not trying to. But I guess, like, they're pulling back from the more, like, female-based comedy and to a more general thing, which I think that's was the normal tone of the show. Maybe someone thought, hey, let's do a teaser that, like, appeals to women you know like that's what it feels like they did with the teaser when you compare it to this trailer and i but what i like about the new trailer more is that it gives it gives a better feel for how the show is actually going to be uh versus just little snippets but i guess that's the difference between a teaser and a trailer right like the trailer is obviously going to give you more information which they do Uh, it looks like there's going to be um some fourth wall breaking. It looks to be a lot more humor between Jen and, uh, it seems like Bruce might be in the show a little bit more. I don't know. So I don't know, but I like it. I dig it. I, I like where it's going and there's freaking Wong is in it again, but then I don't know if it's just like a one episode thing or like a cameo because they do make jokes about cameos and part of their fourth wall breaking stuff. So, I don't know. Well, we'll have to wait and see how the series plays out. Uh, the last trailer that I get a peek a peek of, or I say peek of, I saw it online before uh, recording. Was Black Panther: Wakanda Forever? This was a movie that I was super excited for, but very terrified for. Ever since Chadwick Boseman passed away, because how were they going to continue the story of Black Panther? when unfortunately you lost your black panther and because i mean everyone loved chadwick boseman he was fantastic as Ch- T- t'challo sorry and he's just uh, he was such an amazing actor all around so what do you do and it's not like they didn't have other good actors in black panther don't get me wrong they have good actors in black panther but you know you were, it, i i think everyone was a little worried with what was going to happen next And, you know, I've said ideas on the show before or maybe on my previous podcast before of like, well, maybe, you know, at first it was like, yeah, let's go the Shuri route because that happens in the comic books. Uh, I thought maybe you could play with the multiverse and have uh, Michael B. Jordan come back as a good guy this time, like where he becomes the Black Panther, but is a good Black Panther. And um, so there's a lot of ideas. It looks like Marvel's going to push the, uh, the Shuri route, um, despite some of uh, the actors' stances that she's had on like anti-vaccine stuff, which that's gotten actors in trouble before and pulled from stuff before, but unlike those people, it seemed like, uh, I can't remember her name, who plays Shuri, she seemed to have all but deleted her Twitter account and kind of I'm sure Disney was like hey hush hush and she was like you're right I like money I will not say things <laughs> I will keep my beliefs to myself is what she said and which in, in some ways you know might be very helpful for some actors and politicians and people out there and, and neighbors just you know have your beliefs but keep them to yourself right and then don't force other people into bad decisions that you make <laughs> but anyway Black Panther trailer super moving um just had me in my feels because they obviously they address uh Chadwick Boseman passing away or T'Challa passing away or not there um the mother has a you, you get glimpses or peaks of a great speech she's making talking about losing her entire family and I don't know what that means with Shuri or not, but uh, so I don't know. It seems interesting. I'm I'm pretty uh, stoked to see it. Also, we get a a great look at Namor, the Submariner, who's who's going to be in here, and I love his look. It looks very Aztecian, very like Hispanic. So I'm really for that. Uh, And also, it looks like we get a pretty we don't get to see the suit or anything but it looks like we get to see ironheart who's a newer to the comics and so it's cool man i like seeing marvel bridge the gap between bringing back or bringing new old characters into the screen in new light and bringing their newer characters at the same time you know they're they're pulling from all different decades of comics and characters And I'm for that, man, bringing the old and the new together to give something that everyone can love, you know? So I'm for this. I am 100% for this. And uh, so, yeah, those were the movie trailers that I saw. Uh, Other big news has to do with the phases. And there's a shit ton of stuff here, guys. Uh, Marvel all but announced like 30 or more projects. It's ridiculous. And so I'll just kind of briefly go over some of the stuff and kind of maybe bring up things that I'm excited for. I might expand a little bit more on that. We'll see. But to finish out phase four on Disney Plus, they have She-Hulk coming out and an I Am Groot miniseries, which looks really interesting and adorable. So I'm all down for that. Also, I believe on Disney Plus is going to be the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special that's going to be coming out this year in December. And then, of course, for movies, we have Black Panther Wanda. Wanda. (laughs) Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which comes out later this year as well. And that should wrap up phase four. Phase five, they announced, is going to be tons of Disney, Disney Plus shows. You're getting season twos of What If and Loki. You're getting. Echo, uh, Daredevil, Born Again, Ironheart, X Men '97, which is animated, Spider Man: Freshman Year, which is also animated, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, Marvel Zombies. Uh, I already said Echo, right? And then uh, Secret Invasion is also going to be coming out. And these are just Disney Plus shows, which I think a lot of. I think Secret Invasion is going to be cool as a Disney Plus show. Daredevil Reborn or Born Again is going to be really cool uh marvel zombies could be really interesting and i believe they said that's going to be rated r so that could be cool of course i think we're all excited for loki season two and uh what if even though if what if wasn't really my favorite show it did some cool stuff and i think people are really excited for season two of that uh movies coming out in phase five hi rj you want to say hi to everyone hi good job uh, as far as movies go for Phase 5, you have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Marvels, The Blade movie. I say The Blade, but Blade uh, is coming out. Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts. And, like, so, my God, that alone is, like, how many freaking... That's, like, 15 shows coming out in Phase 5. Uh, phase 6 is really where the big hitters... Uh, that people were excited and interested to see. So there's tons of projects that kind of don't have set details yet, but uh, three big things. First thing, Fantastic Four. We're getting that sometime, looks like 2025. And to me, that's insane because that means they're gonna have to start filming like now right well what are we we're oh we're in 2022 so we're like three years out from that so they like i mean no they got to be starting pretty damn soon to be filming because how long like it's gonna take like a year to put all the cgi crap in it and i mean i don't know if you've heard the news but apparently marvel is uh pretty has pissed off a lot of visual effects artists and companies because apparently they have huge demands and do little to help these people so uh uh marvel's recently come under fire for the way they treat visual effects artists but so yeah so that being said if they can keep visual effects artists happy they are going to have to start filming really soon to get all that and reshoots and all kinds of i don't it's making my head hurt man (laughs) but of course if you haven't noticed we haven't announced any avengers stuff yet and that leads us to our final two movies there are Avenger movies that Kevin Feige announced and they're going to wrap up the end of this these three phases and it seems like if I heard that correctly from a news source what the plan is to do with Avenger movies going forward is to use them to wrap up major phases like big group phases like that you know where like you know we had Avengers Infinity War and Endgame we, we use th- avengers movies like that possibly in two parts in the same way to close out like these big phases and really bring these characters together and like these crazy movies uh like they did with the first big group uh that being said let's get on to the name so the first one they announced was avengers the kang dynasty of course we've seen kang uh, appear in the Loki TV series, or we saw one version of King in the Loki TV series. He was holding back all his other versions. And that was until Sylvie (spoiler alert) killed him, and now our realm, our our universe, our the entire multiverse is now at risk from all the other King the Conquerors that are out there, and possibly. Uh, Want to destroy our world so that might be kind of how the first movie lays out and then the second one is Avengers secret wars which So like I know King the Conqueror is a big deal and a pretty impressive dude But secret wars is what has me most excited because I don't know if you've got you, you man I gotta probably post reviews on from my old show but the secret wars comic the one that came out here recently maybe 2014 i think was i can't remember when secret wars so there's like it's like three different versions of secret wars you have like secret war and secret war 2 and now you have secret wars which was the most recent one and then in that recent one which leads me to believe this is the route they're going it's all the multiverses are made into one battle battle world where like, they, they all exist and all the characters exist on one planet. And, and in the comic book, I believe it's like Dr. Doom and Reed Richards who do this because basically the incursions are going to wipe out our, the 616 and like every universe that it's existed. And so to save the multiverse and save our universe, Dr. Doom, Reed Richards, and man, I can't remember who else... Is involved in all this. I think it's like most of the Illuminati. Um, they create Battle World uh, to exist like outside the multiverse or some some crazy shit. Basically, so everyone doesn't die. That's what they do, and that's how they do it. And so, what ends up happening is heroes come to save the day. They fix everything somehow. I can't. I don't think they use the infinity. I forget what they use. They have an infinity gauntlet to help them fight, but. God, who was it? There's someone like at the bottom of the world that's holding it all together, and I forgot who it was. Um, and I don't want to give too much of the story away from the comics because hey, they might be using that for the movie. But you should read the comics. Uh, maybe I will review the com. Maybe I'll reread the comics for the show, just so we can talk about them. Get excited for Secret Wars because I'm fucking excited for Secret Wars. Uh, but yeah, so that was a lot of the stuff that um, Marvel announced here recently at San Diego Comic-Con which to me overshadowed any other thing that I could possibly care about happening at San Diego Comic-Con or anywhere else for that matter. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I'm super excited. I'm super stoked. That's why I pretty much this whole episode was dedicated to the Marvel panel and what they announced movie-wise and phase-wise going forward. In fact, I don't I don't think I have any other news. Um there's going to be a Fallout show on Amazon. I don't know if you, uh, anyone who's played the Fallout games, like Fallout, I I mean, there's. I'm sure there's some of you that played Fallout 1 and 2, but for a lot of us, Fallout 3 was our first game because it was like a, a survival first-person shooter type game, like RPG game, which was a lot of fun. It got, I played that. New Vegas. I uh, didn't play 4, actually. I think New Vegas was the last one I played before I kind of, fell off from the fallout series until i had a falling out from the fallout so yeah see see what i did there i've been kind of wanting to go back and play one and two because they're more like diablo like top down um looter shooter type or not looter shooters but looter games okay rj that's weird noises so, uh, but yeah, so, um, Amazon is doing a TV show and hopefully they do better than Paramount plus did on the halo show, which as much as I liked it, I just couldn't keep watching it, man. I just, I couldn't do that to myself. I, I, I might try again. Like I might try rewatching it now that it's all out, maybe binge watching it will help me get through it. But like waiting week to week, I, it was just way too easy to find other things to do so uh yeah but let's move on man so after talking about the fall i don't oh yeah the drama mm-hmm. no leave that there i gotta talk on the mic rg can't have that so pop culture drama news do you know, uh, I'm sure you guys have watched The Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 2. I think Boba Fett wasn't had, you know, those shows. And you're probably familiar with the character, even if you haven't watched that shows, known as Baby Yoda, a.k.a. Grogu, a.k.a. the most adorable thing that you've ever seen. And most of us have really loved the character. He's funny, he's awesome, he brings us joy and happiness. However, there is someone out there who... Does not get the joy, the love, and the happiness out of uh Baby Gro- Grogu, and that is uh the guy who um directed the movie Gremlins, uh Joe Dante, because he believes that Baby Yoda is a complete ripoff from his character from the Gremlins, Gizmo. So, if you guys haven't seen the Gremlins, it's this really awesome show way back in the day, probably mid to late 80s i think is when um gremlins came out but um yeah so it's like this little creature i can't remember what they're called but the one named gizmo there's a whole bunch of others but there was like a rule with them you can't get them wet and you can't feed them after midnight was the thing or else they turned into horrible crazed monsters that i don't know if they actually killed people but quite possibly killed people uh, that guy man i wish i could if i did a video podcast it'd be a lot easier because you could see what this character looked like anyway that director um awesome name by the way joe dante i love god that's a cool name it's like a stage name i want that what's your name my name's joe joe dante anywho um <laughs> he's pissed and he hates it forget furbies which legit look like a direct ripoff from gremlins but i have issues with this man because like i get it like you're like oh your small little big-eared creature looks a lot like my small big-eared creature which that upsets me and i think i'm gonna sue you forgetting the fact that like i said this movie came out mid to late 80s um i'm pretty sure star wars came out before that most importantly where did when did yoda first appear was that the empire strikes back so let's do a quick little google search right here put empire strikes back um oh look at that it's a 1980 film and after looking up the, the movie gremlins that is a full four years before the movie Gremlins came out, which means the guy who directed Gremlins and the people who wrote and came up with the characters probably saw that movie. I'm not saying that they saw a short little big-eared creature in there and got an idea, but it's plausible to think that maybe the Gremlin character was not a 100% um, their idea? Oops, did I say that? <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's kind of weird that you would cry foul on... One, he's just a director, so I don't think he really came up with the character designs or anything like that. So one, him being upset by Baby Grogu is just... I don't know. And maybe he's mad because maybe he was in the works for like this really awesome... Gremlins reboot TV show, but then Disney passed on because, like, nah, we got this, you know, this other really cool small gremlin like creature who, you know, he's going to sell way more toys than Gizmo ever will. But, like, I don't know, man. But it's funny to see this dude cry foul and get upset about this kind of shit when to me it's pretty obvious th- th- it could, like, if he wanted to, like, I don't think he would sue and I don't even think he jokes around with that. He just sounds mad enough that he might. But if he would to try, I think Disney could have a counter argument with um the fact that they had a movie with a creature that like the, the whole argument's being based on like, "Oh, you're your small dude looks like my middleman dude, but if that's the case, then you're saying that those two look alike, which means that your first version would be a lookalike of mine. And if that came out first, obviously, uh, then maybe I'm the one at fault. Like, you know, like his argument breaks down when you really think about it. Like maybe he just wants to be relevant again. I don't know. Hell, that's what we all want. That's why I'm doing a podcast, because I just want to be relevant. <laughs> like That's why we're here, man. Um, trying to fight just irrelevism, Ir- Ill. just trying to fight against the void, is what I'm doing, guys, and I didn't mean to get too uh, terrifying there, but, anyway, so that's pretty much it for the show, man, as far as, like, things I've been consuming, or, like, partaking in, as far as entertainment-wise, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go here recently, actually, I don't, I don't know what's gotten me back into it, but, uh, just, I don't know man I think because like my house actually the neighborhood that I'm in has quite a few pokemon spawning in it so I don't have to leave my room to catch like 10 to 15 pokemon a night so you know you get like the things you need and you can just fuck off for the night and go to sleep like so it's kind of got me back into it which has been really fun Uh, Me and my son, have been switching off with uh, Animal Crossing. He ruins my island, and then I put it back together. And now I'm in the midst of trying to reorganize and change things up a bit. And that's been taking a lot of my time doing that. I'm still trying to finish Pokemon Legends Arceus. I know I haven't streamed it in a long time. It's because really it's not that exciting now. I'm just trying to 100% the Pokedex. So that way I can uh, catch the last Pokemon because I'm pretty much into the end game now. And so I'm, I'm working on completing everything. And maybe I'll get back to streaming when it's about time to actually beat the game. Um, I've been reading a book and actual like actual words, no pictures. And it's actually um, the book is called Astro Ball. It's a book about the Houston Astros and how they changed how they looked at players, drafted players, and signed players based on analytics. It's much like Moneyball. Uh, it gets a little more in depth, uh, or like, you know, because things have improved. Like, they actually reference Moneyball a lot in this book uh, as they talk about what the Astros organization did. And despite like the cheating scandal and things like that, you can still look at the Houston Astros organization and realize there's still a great team and a great franchise i mean they, they've won the american league west like how many times now since 2016 or i can't remember when was the the first time they won it here recently and so they've i mean they've obviously despite that that year they were caught cheating with the trash can like banging on trash cans it like there's still merit to this book because obviously they still built a system to find great players that are making waves in the in the MLB like Major League Baseball and so I find that fascinating I've been wanting to read this book for a while I just never wanted to pay full price for the book and I finally found it at this cool little bookstore in Houston it's um man where was I somewhere off 59 and maybe Shepherd was where I was at or somewhere near there I know there's an Amy ice and Amy's ice cream nearby. Uh, there's this little strip that has like a Funko pop store and then it had like this I think it was called fourth priced books like you know how there's half priced books Well this was like quarter price books and there's like a lot of reference books in there and tons of different books in there and I just happened to see this book uh, sitting there in the window. And I knew immediately I wanted to have it. However, this book was not quarter price because they, whatever, for whatever reason, this bookstore values first editions and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that's a first edition book. I didn't even know they made different editions of the book. And I don't think they do. It's just, he's trying to rip me off is probably what he was trying to do. But it was still cheaper than cover value. So like, cause I got it for 20 bucks and I think originally it's like 26 or 28. So, you know, I felt like I got some type of bargain out of it. I ended up buying the book, but there was a lot of cool, a, a lot of cool stuff in there. There was like books on Texas history and like ghost stories of Texas, but that was like that was like a signed collector's copy and worth three hundred something dollars. So I'm just gonna try to Google it and see if I can get like an electronic version because <laughs> I love Texas ghost stories, man. I'm really into like mythical Texas for whatever reason, and you guys will hear more here more of that come October because I have a comic book I love to read from that gives like little snippets of stories uh, around Texas and like urban legends and stuff like that so uh, maybe we'll delve into that again and that's my plans for October and so we'll see how that all plays out Um, and also now that I'm thinking about it I did ask over on Twitter and I'll ask here just to see if we can get more answers but I had recently asked Because I want to do a themed month this year. And I don't know if I want to save it for September, which is my birthday month. Or just do it next month, which is in August. But I'm I'm thinking I will wait for my birthday. So September, the month of September. And make that my themed year. And I went out and asked, hey, what themes would you like? And I had things like game shows, video games, cartoons. Uh, I think that was the only three I put up there. But, you know, like the music and stuff like that where I would just review some of my favorite things from those categories and talk about them. And on Twitter, with 75% of the vote, because only four people voted, uh, cartoons was picked on Twitter. So unless you guys can make a big push and tag me on Twitter or Instagram or something, if you wanted me to do a different category, uh, we're going to be talking about cartoons that I kind of grew up with And I'm a big fan of uh, in the month of September. So you'll have that going. We're going to get through the rest of this month, July and August. Um, I have an outage in October, which means I'm going to be like super fucking busy. So my goal is to try to record all my October episodes before then. That's why I do like the horror movie or not movie, but like the scary ghost story stuff uh of texas and i'll try to uh you know stuff that's not timely and i'll try to get that all recorded soon so that way i can shoot that shit out for you guys uh in october and i won't have to worry about it with the outage going on because that's gonna take so much of my time worrying about that stuff and then you know i might do the same thing for september uh, we'll see because if I have a theme and I know what I need to record, it makes it easier for me to plan and get that stuff pre-recorded. So that way, it's just a little less off my plate, you know. So I can enjoy my birthday month a little bit with uh, taking some time off, and I, I think that's kind of the plan: is to take some time off so that way I don't get too bogged down and overwhelmed with the podcast and work and all that, and bouncing family life. So I think that's what I'm going to spend a lot of the, the rest of this month. Well, really, this month is pretty much over. So August, I'm going to be hitting the mic really hard. You guys won't see any of that until September and October. And then we'll come back in November. And uh, just, you know, business as usual. So that's, that's kind of what's in store for me. I just wanted to share with you guys. And we'll um, play it by ear because... You know, I make plans, but I'm also extremely lazy and a procrastinator, and love video games and hate work. So, yeah, we'll see how that all plays out. But thank you guys for listening to the show this week. We will see you guys next week. Uh, I was going to say Bri-Fi out," but that's my old um, that's my old podcast stuff. And I'm also thinking about working with a new intro theme. I haven't decided. If I'm going to put it on this episode or just try to change things. I've been wanting to change things up for a while now. So, because um, the first intro that I've been playing for you guys, like the in- the, well, it's the current intro, I guess, depending on what happens with this episode, uh, is just something I found that I thought had, oh, it's got like a country feel, which, you know, I live in a small town. But as I've come to grow, like I've realized... Like yeah, I live in a small town and yeah, I do listen to country like but this podcast has really absolutely nothing to do with like country stuff like that. So um yeah, I'm thinking about maybe bringing back the old BriFi podcast intro but with a small town spin on it, you know, or get rid of cuz in it like if you if you've ever heard the intro uh to my old podcast Uh, actually i'll play it at the end of this episode you guys will hear this as soon as we leave um it is quite obvious that it cannot be substituted in for another show it it is only usable for the BriFi podcast as it is now but uh so yeah i'll let you guys hear that and that's how we'll end the in the show this week and you guys can tell me what you think but anyways that's it guys we will talk to you next week Later, what you're about to listen to is a Bri-Fi production. Comment book reviews. out, nerd news. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Heroes versus villains.